healthcare. It happens here, and it finishes here. Two men enter, one man leaves. Nearly a two-word review just a shit sandwich. I will roll the record up to the last minute. That right there is a lot of Welcome back to the Basement Film News Builders. You are now tuned in to yet another exciting adventure with us here on Chunky Glasses, the podcast. I'm here Kevin, as usual, and we are so happy to have you down here. This is a very special edition. Uh, I say that for most of these, but this one really is. First of all, haven't got to talk to my friend PJ Sykes in quite a while, and uh, this is me and my friend PJ Sykes talking about Super Chunk, which you may have guessed from the title of the episode. Their new album, uh, What a Time to Be Alive, is out now, and it's kind of rocking, but we're going to get into it. Going into this episode and, and talking about this album and giving up to talking about this album, I wasn't the biggest fan of Super Chump. I will cop to that right now, but uh, this whole endeavor is a, a thing about conversations and about uh, contextualizing music, I think, and, uh, and what happened is over the few weeks... And listening to this and uh, talking to PJ about it, I came to love the album. That is a spoiler. Uh, but but here's the best part about this. PJ's in Richmond, Virginia. And I am in Washington, D.C. And normally, we can't really talk on a podcast. But now, we are. Through the magic of the internets, uh, been testing a few things out, and I think we got it. I think we got it. A few audio glitches maybe here and there, but who cares? Who cares? Uh, you get to hear PJ Sykes pontificate about basically his favorite band and one of his favorite bands of all time. So uh, we're doing that and we're playing a rad track from a band called Doll Baby. It's uh, it's loud rock and roll and and politics and everything and and yeah, I'm just thrilled that I get to give this to you because I wish more of you could talk to PJ all the time. He's he's he is one of the uh, the raddest dudes I know. So. Rather than keep rambling on about that, making him blush or be embarrassed, uh, let's just get down to it. We're not heading to the basement, heading to the wide, wide world of the interwebs uh, to sit down with my good friend PJ Sykes, talk about Super Chunk's brand new, fierce as fuck album, What a Time to Be Alive. Yep. Okay. All right, we're good. That's on tape now. The power of the internet. Try to with Super Chunk. Uh, Mr. Sykes, how you doing? Mr. Glasses, how are you? <laughs> Mr. Glasses. Now my name is Mr. Hill or Robert Allen Wilson, if you're tracking my outlaw country career. Um, <laughs> if you're nasty. If you're nasty, that too. Now we, uh, for, for those just tuning in, tried to do this before. It didn't work out too well because, as I have famously pointed out a lot of times, I suck at the fucking internet. <laughs> I, I I run a site, I, I do a podcast, and I fucking just suck at the internet. I don't know what the problem is. But that's okay. That is okay because we're not talking about the internet. We're talking about Super Chunk, which it's actually good that we didn't get this done the last time. Why is that? S- since then, 
I, I might have come around. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're going to explore this. Um, before we get into it, though, uh, Super Chunk, you guys listen probably know them. Uh, they are a indie rock band from Chapel Hill, North Carolina. They sort of are the people, uh, one of the people responsible for building that scene up into what it is today uh, because Mac McCon, is that how you say his name? Yeah, Mac McCon. Mac McCon and uh, Laura Balance uh, are the founders of, of Merge Records. Which is, uh, I have a lot of Merge records in my collection. You have a lot of Merge records in your collection, including yes. this record. And uh, they're just, they're they're badasses. And they have a little band that started in the 90s that sort of, it, I don't know if they were doing anything different at the time, but I think that maybe they uh, uh, they set the tone for how to do it right. Would that be correct? Yeah, they were putting out singles on Merge originally, yeah. and their records were on Matador. Oh, I didn't know that. The records were on Matador? Yeah. And and oh, like shit. and like most labels, I think they distroed through uh Touch and Go. That's oh, how okay. Discord kind of got uh out there farther too. Nice. But the uh you know, they set the tone for a certain type of indie rock. Um and now 11 albums later they are, they have sort of they they came back. They took a little break what from 2001 to 2010 about 9 years, man. Um Came back, Majesty Strati in 2010, I Hate Music in 2013, and uh, and then Trump happened, and 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 I guess uh, you you can you'll know better than I I do, PJ. But uh, Mac is a little angry. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, aren't we all? Well, we are, and this is this is also a, a benefit of this happening now uh, because like Rex Tillerson got fired today. So to date, well, did this, you hear about to, Space Force? I mean, literally every fucking wait, goddamn yeah, every fucking hour there's something new. Trump wants to start a space force for like uh, fighting wars in space. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> <laughs> this happened while I was getting this stuff ready. I know you you are here uh, in part to plug stuff, PJ. But if this is one of your like album cycles coming up, like are you are you fucking serious? Space Space Force. force. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. Nope. Uh, we're not going to talk about Space Force. We're going to talk about Super Chunk because um, what they did is they made a whole album about this outrage, um, especially you know the the resistance uh, against uh, HP Two down in North Carolina. That was the start of it uh, for them, really, and then it just sort of took over the nation with the election of Donald Trump. I want to get into uh, 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 give you a little taste of what this is all about, uh, in case you don't know the Super Chunk. <laughs> And then we're going to come back and uh, and dig into the album a little bit. So this is the title track for uh, their the angriest album of 2018 so far. Uh, what a time to be alive.
What a time to be alive. Uh, right out of the gate. He's talking about the swamp. He's talking about gerrymandering. Uh, there's this line in here um, that two lines in here that I think are indicative of where we're at. Maybe uh, the one clinging to the myth that you were cheated. Yeah. The myth that you were robbed. Uh, that's speaking to Trump's America, but then uh, to see the rot in no disguise. Oh, what a time to be alive. The scum, the shame, the fucking lies. Oh, what a time to be alive. And that that's how I think the rest of us sort of feel. I kind of uh, like how he sings that chorus. Cause it's almost like he's out of breath. Like, like we're just, you know, what? A time to be Allah. Like it's just like catching your breath every time because it's just so just so fucking much to deal with every day. Right, right. It's, he's just barely hanging on, and right. and and we know you make music. I uh, make bad country songs once in a while, <laughs> and but we know that that a lot of what we do it for isn't just to entertain other people. Is you create to sort of uh, to help yourself out to make sense of stuff. Yeah, and in. You know, all last year we talked to a lot of people, uh, and all in 2016 actually too, we talked to a lot of people and said, hey, um, I know this is a sensitive subject with you, maybe, not you PJ, but the artists we were talking to, but uh, how does politics figure in your in your music? Because this is a thing that I, it, it can coexist. Like people, look, we don't like to be preached to. Nobody likes to be preached to. But at the same time, you can inform uh, with your music, uh, you can inspire with your music, and you can uh, sort of energize people. And we got all these varying degrees of answers, and some people can do it very subtly. Um, they talk about a very specific, like one issue per album, and you don't really know sometimes. Yeah. And uh, and then some people on the other end are just like screaming in your fucking face, and and shouting about whatever injustice they found on Twitter that week. Uh, but but this is this is actually despite the volume, um, because Super Chunk is a pretty loud band. Uh, th- this is actually kind of nuanced, and and it's coming at it, I think, from a they're they're basically our age, and coming at it from a little more mature standpoint than I think we're used to seeing uh, with bands who are making political statements. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're running a business and they have children. I mean, mm-hmm. they're adults. They're you know, they, yeah, they, they're adults, and they how have this things is, at stake, you know, but but they still want to rock, right, right, <laughs> right? and I mean that's that's never ending conundrum. Like, what do you do? Like, it it would have been weird for them. To come out with this album and have it all be like uh, party songs. I mean, I, I mean, it would look. It would have been weird for them to have like any a red solo cup anywhere near this period. But, uh, but yeah, to have like fun, uh, like indie rock anthems that sort of take your mind off the day of of you know watching CNN or Twitter, whatever the fuck you're watching. Uh, that would have been weird. And instead, uh, you know, they put it sort of up front in your face. There's a, you know, right off the bat, there's a song called Reagan Youth, yeah. which is which is getting that getting here from there. Uh, it's also named after a band, um, a pretty good band actually. But, uh, you know, th- that is one of the angriest albums, uh, one of the angriest tracks in this album. I want to talk about the a, a song, uh, and then I want to get over to see if you got anything you want to talk about here. Um, the song "Break the Glass." Mm-hmm. And this is this is why I came around to it in the in the time that we actually reviewed this album to to, to right now, <laughs> because I kept listening to this song, and there's a line in there: everyone is acting normal, but no one's sleeping through the night. And that describes not just I think my 2017, but a lot of people I know, most people I know, 
that the you, you, you sort of buried your head in the sand and you sort of had to had to do just hang on, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, you know, it was and just sometimes like, you just have to, you know, do your daily routine, you right. know. Right, you do your daily routine, and and sometimes you make time for this uh, activation, uh, and you make a lot of time for it, which we're going to get into too. But uh, but that it ends up in a song that is this, like, as polished, is mm-hmm. kind of wild to me, and and so it's it's these pop sensibilities and this thing turning. This is a little bit of break the glass. that just sugary chord because it's the harmonies are just astounding uh mixed with these harmonized guitars it's 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 pure power pop madness uh to talk about either um breaking the glass in case of emergency or we're just dying in a nuclear fire which do you think yeah like that's what i love about this album and the lyrics everything has double and triple meaning sometimes like Break the glass, you know, like break the glass to get the fire hose out or mm-hmm. emergency, whatever, hammer, you know. Uh, but it's also the glass ceiling, you know. But it's also yeah. the the line in here. Uh, where is it? Uh, while all the trees go up in flame. No, that's not the one. Yeah. Uh, all the trees go up in flames almost pretty from a distance, but it's hot beyond the glass. When the window breaks, you'll feel it. Like, right. shit. Like, it's the breaking of the window, the glass before, you know, the nuclear uh, bomb reaches your house or whatever. You know, like it's just fuck. It's just like that meaning is just as prevalent. I mean, it takes up half the ver, more than half the verse, but the song is not really about that. You know, Do- but it takes up probably most of the words of the first verse. Yeah, absolutely. Do you remember a, a movie, a made-for-TV movie uh, called "The Day After Tomorrow"? Uh yeah, I, I, I recall that. <laughs> Did it, so you you're a little younger than I am, um. But uh, I remember uh, this is in Lynchburg City Schools. We went to the same schools, mm-hmm. 
uh, for people listening who don't know, we are both from uh, the Berg and Lynchburg. Virginia. Yes, sir. Uh, they actually made us watch this at home and turn in a book report. Now, I think <laughs> really? that. Now, I think. It was 1980. I'm going to have to go back and check the year. But either way, I wasn't uh, over 10 years old. It's not appropriate viewing, and I know this because I watched it last year. Because <laughs> because I was so freaked out. You can only find it on YouTube, really. And I was so freaked out. And it, it's such a horrifyingly accurate film for all the bad makeup effects and everything. It's just about like people like dying, and it's 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 just scary. the Cold War stuff. Yes, it is it's absolutely the Cold War. Is this stuff. for Cold War drills and things like that? Well, yeah, it's Cold War drills, but like there's Jason Robards in it, and and through the course of the movie, his face basically melts off. Oh my! <laughs> yeah. So, but that's what I get from this song, and, and and that movie I think worked even on a subconscious level because we have a lot of fears like that that don't necessarily well, like, good. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. But again, like it's just like. Which glass are we talking about? We were gonna, we thought we were gonna get one glass, you know, type of glass breaking, right, but we're right. getting this other, probably, you know, right. more likely. Um, it's it just, it, you know, it w- yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, and and look, the, this in no small part, uh, the political climate brought on the Me Too movement, right? Mm-hmm. And the Women's March, and the, you know, that in in and of itself uh, is is plays into your part of of what you're talking about like the third meaning of break the glass but that they're like you said that they're combining all this into like this one three minute and nine second song is i i give indie rock a lot of shit man (laughs) i I do you know this yeah and um i mean yeah i mean but but i but and i give indie rock a lot of shit because a lot of times they're not necessarily talking about that much or not necessarily talking about anything something yeah anything like i don't care about like middle class white boy problems ever and this isn't that this is this whole this is an album a tight what is it 38 minute 32 album 32 minutes or something yeah 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 38 it says 38 on mine uh 38 minute album made up of of all the candy that they love giving you all the message that you need. Mm-hmm. Um, as I've, like, I kept working through it, and I was just like, damn. Like, I, this is going to take me a year to, like, work through this and truly, like, digest how much I actually like this type of stuff. And I'm not going to go back. Like, so, <laughs> because, because they're pioneers of indie rock or whatever you want to call right. it, is that what initially turned you off? Like, ah, oh, I just don't like that stuff usually, um, or it kind of does, like you're the, saying, it doesn't... Well, there's there's definitely an aesthetic, right? There's definitely an aesthetic. Uh, Max's voice is, isn't bad, it just doesn't resonate with me. Like, that, that's not the type right, of music yeah. I listened to. I didn't listen to it in the 90s. Um, and, and, and truth be told, I actually missed a lot of this type of music in the 90s. Uh, I was living in Richmond, which you live in now. Are you following me, dude? Are you moving to DC? Yeah, you moving to DC? I'm not not moving to DC. <laughs> Certainly not in the next few years. Um, but but uh, you know, in, in in Richmond, like at the time, what was being played on the radio wasn't any of this. No, it was no. it was it Buzz. was just yeah, yeah. It was kind of ass rock, and um, no, nah, I mean, right. So 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 this just didn't land in in my wheelhouse so i I was aware of all of it and everything and 
I know some of the hits for Super Chunk, but now, now I'm sort of like, damn, like if if all that led to this this album that for me is almost like just a perfect recording of a moment in time, cool. Like that's yeah. great. Um, how do you feel about the song "Dead Photographers"? <laughs> I, you know, I think there's a joke in there somewhere, and I was trying to find a way to say like, "Oh, finally a song written about you know Grateful Dead famous photographer." Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I haven't. That's like one of the few songs I haven't wrapped my brain around as right. much. I feel like uh, it probably was a, a a super chunk song that wasn't maybe for this record. Maybe. Um, oh, interesting. It maybe you know, like I, I know he's had some um, songs laying around, and maybe this was one of them. Like this, to me, mm. the lyrics uh, don't seem like they fit as well with the other themes. So maybe I'm missing something on it. But um, I also like some of the other songs a lot more. So I've, I've just been gravitating to those. Maybe um, you know, uh, as, as if you're listening, and you don't know I, I I'm a music photographer and actually yes. have a photo in one of the Super Chunk albums. Yeah, you know. Um, and Lam- and Lamb Chop and the Spin Office and Beauty Pill and I mean the the list goes on and on, sir. Well, you know I did a thing, but yeah. uh, so that's that's why people keep asking me about this song, which is funny. Um, <laughs> I I didn't know this is this is how shitty I am at my job. I was like, no, no, yeah. nobody's asked him about this, but <laughs> guess I'm wrong. Um, so so what are your? I mean, we've sort of explored my general feeling of of Super Chunk where they are. You being a super fan, um, and I, I think that's putting it mildly, uh, and I don't mean that pejoratively at all. Either. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you knew they were coming out with an album, like, and then you found out what it was about, and then mm-hmm. like, what was your reaction, and then now that you've spent some time with it? Yeah, I mean, it's it might be one of my favorite Super Chunk records, maybe just because we're living in it right now and it's the moment, but... Right. Um, you know, music aside, I like this album better than the last album, and I like the last album quite a bit. Um, but this one just speaks to me more about you know, just in general. This is the kind of the stuff that I'm more into. You know, yeah. Uh, like their last record was about a friend that passed away, mostly. So, um, not knowing that friend, you know, you can still get all the meaning out of the songs and stuff. But this is speaking to something we're all living in. You know, so it's mm-hmm. like. A little more, um, a little more potent. Um, yeah, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan, and I, the last three records since they've been back have been incredible and, and really good, and you should definitely go see them live because it'll blow you away. They, they, they blow people, uh, you know, younger bands away still, right? At, right. Even at their, uh, well, they're pros, tenth record or whatever it is. They're pros, man. They're they're straight up professionals. They're like they're saying up top, like that. They know how to do. The, they know how to do the thing. Yeah. There's um do you want to feature another song? Here. What's that? Did you want to feature another song here or Oh, or? um did you play Reagan Youth? That's my Cloud uh, no. of Hate or Reagan Youth are two of my favorites. Oh, let's play a little Reagan Youth. Here we go.
like every song on this album pretty much that's the jam. Like, well, I, it's got a that one's got a great uh, double meaning, you know. It's got yeah. Reagan Youth was of course the, a political band in the eighties, mm-hmm. and it's also kind of like a reference to Hitler Youth, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. also like. <laughs> You know what? You don't what did say. That, what did all that mean? You know, like if if all these punks grew up and didn't, you know, like it, it kind of talks about at the end of '89, which is about when Superchunk started, mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of when the first wave of or first and second wave of punk was kind of dying out, and everyone's on drugs, and yeah, uh, Reagan was gone, the president, obviously, but all those people who were kind of raised on that stuff are now in power, or some of the people that were still around, you know, or from those, from that time period have been through the Bush years and all that and are still pulling some strings. Yeah. And it's something that I don't necessarily associate, uh, here in DC with, uh, discord, uh, Fugazi and all that stuff. But I mean, that was a direct reaction to Reagan. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and to see them again, tie that in, in, in solidarity, like, uh, the last thing I want in the world ever is a Fugazi reunion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do. I want it so bad, though. Yes, um, but uh, it's another podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but um, seeing people uh, sort of throw up their fist in the air in solidarity mm-hmm. with that, like very vocally and very intentionally, is uh, is again inspiring. It's 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 just right, uh, and and I think um, that if anything that they did with this album, it is a record that will years from now, when hopefully we're laughing at everything and it wasn't that crazy when we made it through, you know, we made it through. Yeah. We made it through. And, and this is our reaction and, and that they were brave enough to not, we didn't even need this record. See guys. Well, that's that's like, I think everyone involved in this record would be like fucking throw it in the trash. If we can get through this, you know, not have anything bad happen. But but so you make records under the name Hoax Hunters, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know that the instinct would be if you're making this record, it one of them one path you might take is like, well that might feel a little dated, and I don't know if I want to put that out. I feel all this right now, but I don't know if I need a, a yeah, record I think they, of it. No, I think they did a good enough job where it doesn't yeah. directly reference anything, you know, and like. Um, I don't think this is going to be seen as dated. I don't think this stuff's necessarily it's, you know, obviously we know what it's about and it's, you know, in the moment, but I don't think listening it in 10 years will, I don't think it'll seem dated in the way that um, if they said some specific events or names or whatever in this, I don't think any of that's in this record, you know? Well, I, I, I a little bit disagree with you on that, but I, I don't think it's a problem if it is. Right, yeah. I, I, I think there's wearing your heart on your sleeve and then having, in this case, your sleeves are fucking burnt and ripped off, man. There's the, <laughs> there's nowhere to go. Your your right. chest is just open. You have no choice but to yell and scream about what's going on. And uh, and to put that in a, uh, a palatable package is, uh, I think, an astounding show of their talent as a band. Uh, and and uh, as creative human beings, honestly, right? Like that's just um, well. Yeah. And, and I think this record's not about just Trump or just about no. you know alt right or whatever. 
I mean, they live in North Carolina. They they were going against Pat McCroy for years, you know, and and all the other uh, Republicans in that state. They're just trying to, um, you know, make they like for instance, they they were involved in the amendment one, trying to um, the Republicans wanted to make uh, gay marriage actually illegal on right, in the right, North Carolina right. Constitution. It's called Amendment One, and, and Merge Records and Super Chunk and Mac and all those people fought against that, and they lost. But you know, they th- this is nothing new for them. It's just it's piled on to the point where it's just like literally every level is now fucked. You know, like we were trying to stop the the leaks, and it didn't work. So I don't know that this record is just about the flood. It's about all the leaks leading up to. Yeah, it, it it is, and it's also about if you if you consider that we in this country our age. Um, have never we've never had to deal with this right right like i i don't think the sentiments i i, I totally agree with you there like there's nothing that just as if if all the songs were fuck trump fuck trump fuck trump and it, and at least two fuck betsy devos because fuck betsy devos but um if if that was the album then you'd be like oh shit you know this is right. I, I i get it but instead what were um what i often i, I cop from uh a little bit of my nerddom are referred to as the big bad. And we haven't, uh, our big bad as, you know, 40 ish human beings. Um, and they're late 40 ish human beings. Uh, uh, our big bad has always been external. Mm-hmm. It's never been here. It's never been like, this is, the, you know, and it, and it's a very different thing to be raging about, uh, injustices somewhere else. Than it is to some, uh, you know, evil right down the street, right, and that's that's where we're at. Yeah, and I, and I feel like we've. I mean, we lived through the Bush years, and we were active adults during that part. Yeah, but you know, comparatively, that, dude. I mean, no, I'm saying like there was some awful shit. I think we like yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. make it sound like it was so much better, and it, and it was in a lot of ways. I mean, at least you had yeah. Bush saying, you know, like these are extremists and not like. Let's ban every single Muslim. What we have now, <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's right. an extreme difference. That at least you had the president saying like kind things towards most of the people involved. You know, that would be of that religion versus right. you know just blanket saying you know that's what we have at this point. But yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's weird. I mean, I feel like a longer conversation could be had if like post 9-11 how we got here you know like all those things that led to here and getting scared and like the things that the reason we got attacked on 9-11 are some of the reasons that they've this is exactly what they wanted us to do this is the kind of reaction they wanted from us and here we are it's taken this this long to happen you know it it finally we kind of pushed back on that for a while and now here we are you know it probably goes back farther than that even but um for me at least that's kind of like the more obvious like you have to look more like 15 to 20 years worth of you know yep of time so i mean i think and i can't believe i'm saying this and and look you're not gonna turn me to bob mold you're not gonna do that you're not gonna do that but but i i I think this is this is a total win of an album uh it's so you're gonna buy it yeah, well, we don't. Yes. Really, we right. don't. We, we don't. We got it. We don't. Kevin's really, buying the record. We don't. I did buy it actually. So good. We we okay. don't. We don't rate them anymore. It's more of a discussion oh, okay. about, about okay. the stuff. But but well, yeah, well. I mean, 
I mean, this is a, a a thrilling. This is a representation of a thrilling moment in history that I don't want to forget, for better or for worse. Right. And and I don't, especially in 2018. There's there's not a lot of great stuff in the pipe, kids. <laughs> Some good stuff, but there's, you know. So you, know, this may set the tone, and we may be at the end of the year looking back and be like, well, that was about all that was good this year. Yeah, I. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm looking. Let me look through my queue, and I don't even know if there's. I feel like people are putting out good records, but they're not like this. They're not. Know? Yeah, they're not. They're not great records. Uh, and, uh, but they're not like. I don't know. They're not pushing in that. They're just kind of like making another record, like like if this was a normal year. Yeah. You know. Yep. Um, yep exactly. So, and and like maybe going back to my earlier comment, sometimes it takes a while for this sort of thing to come out. Whereas Mac is more immediate, he's always working and writing songs, and, and he's quick to put out stuff. Like um, a, a little bit, uh, some information that I know is that they were actually supposed to release another record, Merge, at this point, and oh, for something, something happened, and that record couldn't come out um, when, whenever this came out in February. And uh, Mac's like, "I'll have a super chunk rec- record ready," and they're like, "Really?" He's like, "I, I need, I need to write two more songs, and we'll, we'll record it and have it out." So, so like this wasn't necessarily planned to come right. out this quickly, and um, I think he felt that uh, it was the perfect storm of of pushing him to get it done and get it out. You know, yeah, he was right. He was absolutely right. And it, and we didn't get to talk about this last time, so I want to make sure I do it this time. The artwork is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first, this is the first time Mac and Laura are both artists. Mm-hmm. Um, they do various different things. Uh, Mac went to art school. Um, so the cover is like a wood block um, of a skull with some flowers coming out of the skull head. And the skull wood block is Mac. He does a lot of wood block stuff. You, you'll see some on the, on the earlier Super Chunk records and things. And Laura's made um, paintings and stuff too. She's painted uh, the Foolish cover uh, is mm-hmm. her painting. Um Max had some other paintings, I think, too, on, on covers. But this is the first time they've worked together on any artwork. Like th- this is a collaborative piece of artwork, which is the is kind of unique. Um, so Laura did the flowers and hand uh, penciled the flowers, and those are actually cut out. And they said they were all over the merge office or whatever. <laughs> but the back um, is sort of a pixelated picture of the um, statue that was torn down in Durham yeah. when all the statue stuff was going on, yeah. the monuments. These people in Durham actually tore down a, a monument, and that the, the back is a picture of that before they uh, put it back up or put it away or whatever it was. I think they put it away. Yeah, I'm pretty so sure it's pretty cool that they, that, you know, they. they this yeah. is like all of this stuff is kind of packed in there, and it comes with a really cool zine that has more of the same artwork um, and a and a uh, poem uh, by Amber Tamblin called "Peace Elegy Elegy for Two uh, Twenty Sixteen." Yeah. See, man. So a lot of good artwork that comes with this uh, packaging. Yeah, it's just proof you don't don't ever have to like grow up. You can still be a punk kid and and do this type of shit. This this is what you're supposed to do. This is exactly what you're supposed to do uh, if you're gonna make art like this. And uh, and so good on them. Uh, So so super chunks. What a time to be alive. Uh, I want you to stay alive. We're gonna be back, and we're gonna be back in a, in a few minutes. And PJ, you're gonna tell us about a Richmond band that uh, I know oh, yeah. because 
because I saw it in your Instagram feed. That's my new. That's instead of PR emails. That, that's my new thing. My Instagram, Instagram feed. feed? Or yes, or yours. Okay. Just yours. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna be back in a few minutes to talk about a bank called Dolby. Yes. All right, Super Chunks, what a time to be alive. Available everywhere from Merge Records. Uh, I have my copy. You have your copy? Oh, yeah. Uh, go out and get your copy. This is this is going to be, I guarantee you, the most surprising purchase I make this year. Or it was. I uh, Just reaching for it, I was like, what am I doing? And then I, now I have the record. So um, what to do what we do at the end of all these podcasts. Uh, it, shine a light on a, a little smaller band maybe, or just a band we're digging on. Uh, this is a band from where you are all the way down in Richmond, Virginia. And, um, and uh, yeah, just take it away. Tell us about doll baby. You know, I, it's one of my favorite local bands right now, doll baby. Uh, they're, I don't know a lot about them. Honestly. Um, I've seen them play a few times and they actually just did a video uh, in, in a mall in Richmond that obviously most malls aren't, are barely holding on. Uh, so this is one of the older malls built in the 80s or early 90s or something like that. And actually, I had worked two jobs in this mall at the same time. Uh, and they're performing in it if you go check out the video, which is really uh, kind of cool because there's actually people just walking around and they're playing full blast in the mall. And they and it's a pretty heavy band. Is this the mall out in uh, Midlothian? Uh, it's northern, uh, north of Richmond. Just uh, so uh, Chesterfield. No, 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 Chesterfield South. Yeah. Uh, Glen Allen is what it's called. Gotcha. Gotcha. Down the street from where the sniper was, if you remember oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do. Um, so so, what track are we gonna play here? The song that I like, and it's it's like to me, it's like you remember when like bands in the nineties, they'd be like, oh, there'd be like this one song, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, and you buy the record, and you're like, well, maybe there's two or three other singles, but that one song is so strong that you buy it anyway. Yep. You know, the other the rest of the record's really good, but you're just like that one song. So the Great Divide, man. Every time they play it, I'm just like. Like her pipes, man. She's just just up. Uh, you'll hear it. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, she kind of sounds like uh, like if L seven was doing the cranberries, a little bit, uh, something like that. She, she, she's got the Courtney Love turned all the way up. Too. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's a little bit of a great divide.
what we were just talking about about Super Chunk. Like that that music is somewhere in my past, but it wasn't like my jam. Yeah. And so so when I hear I mean look, this is a, this is a sort of a movement of the past few years uh that this type of music is coming back. A lot of times it's not done well, but man when it hits and when it's done mm-hmm. fucking perfect, her voice is it's the biggest I've heard this year. It's just massive. You get hit I don't, this. I don't. Yeah, she's like I don't know where it's coming from. Like it's right. crazy. <laughs> but like I, I know there's like this '90s revival or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't know. Um, I don't feel like they're trying to do that. I think they're just this is just what they make. Like you know, what I mean, you you see some bands, and you're like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I, I get it. And yeah. I think they're just making music, and it sounds like this, well, which is I- like awesome. And I think that's the difference. I think I think the difference is some people go into this, and in, in, well, everybody goes into it as a fan, right? But some people, when they go in to make this type of stuff, they go in and they really are trying to emulate stuff instead of it mm-hmm. just being, hey, this is just who I am, and this is just who I sound like. Yeah, I don't think they try to sound like anybody. No. I mean, you can you can say they sound like certain things, but I don't think they are trying to rip anybody off. I think it's just what this is what they sound like. It's it's great. Yeah. So uh, we'll put some links in the show notes for that, and uh, that is I am going to try to get them up here if they yeah. come to the show here because that was uh, yeah I it, it, and it was your video you you uh, turned it on and I heard guitars and I was like okay I'm listening to the sound and like you said it's this little person <laughs> and then all of a sudden and I, I, heard the, I heard the voices like oh Julie's my voice fucking- comes in you're like damn yep. that's what I try to do when I do these Instagram <laughs> videos I'm like. I know what's gonna happen. I've seen this right. band. I've seen this song before, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna capture it when it's like the quiet verse, and I know that the chorus is gonna blow someone away if they just stick in it. For if they just listen to this thing for like two more seconds, it's gonna be like, whoa. Yeah. So I'm glad it was you, and then we get to play this on the on the yeah. podcast. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. And that is a uh, speaking of it, that is the podcast uh, here. This is wrapping up. This is the first internet enabled podcast. So hopefully this will. Go well and yeah. and don't not not suck it up. We're using Cast. Uh, I think if you go to try Cast or it, dot st is a thing, huh? Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Try uh, try ca dot st. Yeah. So dot st is a thing. Eh, too many hmm. too many domain names. Um, before we get out of here, PJ, I, I want I want to talk a little bit about the things that you do besides uh, being just a generally rad dude. You mentioned the music photography. You I mentioned hoax hunters. Which I know you're working on songs for that mm-hmm. for your next release. You run a record label called Cherub Records, which is our first sticker on the desk that you are yeah. not sitting in front of here. Um, but you also uh, are uh, Dave Brad's nemesis, which <laughs> which I think I think we need to all bow down to you because no the, no the no the work that it, we do because and this is this is why you're great because you're so humble about it. The work you have done uh, to really uh, educate people as to why uh those policies aren't going to work for any of us is astounding i probably talk about them too much to the to the point where like i'm getting a lot of new followers on twitter and they're all political and they're like oh you you do music and you play like yeah okay that's not a problem man it's it's kind of funny or in anytime he's in the news and i you know people will come up to me be like hey you're the dave brat guy did you hear about this thing like of course i did of course, you I might. Yeah. I might be the reason he's in the newspaper today. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you were recently um, Washington Post and New York Times. We did. We did. Uh, we did see that he was liking a bunch of uh, crisis actor theory uh, tweets and called his called called his ass on it and uh, yeah. 
reported it to the newspaper and then yeah the new york times picked it up after that yeah so i mean it's just it's just as simple as like there's a bunch of us it's not it really isn't just me there's a bunch of people in this district that are really um woke to what's going on and really um dave brad is one of the most conservative if not the most conservative member of the house uh the same people who brought you trump uh steve miller uh steven bannon helped him win against eric canner years ago mm-hmm. um he's he's they kind of tested the ground on him and used a lot of those um ideas to help trump win it really is that simple yeah yeah it really it really is um among other things he's pretty he's pretty awful so um yeah we we kind of just stay up on his grill and uh and, and it's not because i, I want to spend my time on it i really don't i'd rather be doing so many other well, things yeah that's you know? I, I guess that's why ama- it's important yeah i guess that's the amazing thing and, and i i think just uh, you know i've known you for like a couple years now though uh now and I think it's like anything that you've done is your intentions are uh, are good. You 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 bring good to the room. You try to put good out into the world, whether that's through music, photography, whatever it is. And this is, uh, I, I guess, just the next phase of you doing that. Um, so it's appreciated, is what I'm saying. No, oh, thanks. Man. And, and we need we need more yeah like that out there. So uh, there's a lot of them out there. I. I, I... I seem to be a, a magnet for those people now, which is really, really cool. I'm yeah. seeing a lot of, a lot of awesome people. Just, I mean, I'm talking like moms, people, yeah, you know, who who work sixty hours a week and have three kids and still are able to find some time to, you know, stay in touch with what's going on and you know make a simple request to the newspaper and make sure that, you know, uh, their representatives who are acting shitty get called on it. You know, it's it's as simple as that. And if we, it's just. I don't know. I think politics has a bad name, and I don't wish people that would just understand. It's just you know, it, politics is about food. It's about police. It's about mm-hmm. just general things in your life. It's that about life. You deal with all the time. Yeah. And these people are supposed to represent us in a in a positive way, constructive way. And when they don't, they need to go. Period. Yeah. And, and they're public people who serve us. And if you know, if 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 they're acting in a way that's you know inappropriate you got to call it out yeah it's not it's not not hard yeah that's actually how we i mean we wrap up these podcasts they'd be good to yours maybe be uh, better to your people but that is uh that's sort of the the exact message right there like this yeah. is you're supposed to just you, you, you got to help each other or else we're not going to be able to <laughs> right <laughs> and and i for one uh don't want to do that so um so that's it. That's the podcast. Uh, if you like what you heard, do your whole subscribe thing in iTunes and all that. PJ, thank you very much for participating in this experiment. Hopefully hey, thanks we'll, for having me on. Yeah, man. Hopefully we'll be able to get do this a lot more often. Hopefully I'll see you up here. Or You know what? It's time for me to come down to Richmond. You know, so, I have been up there. Well, we went to uh, Open Mic Eagle, and we were going to do some stuff. You but. did. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But, uh, yeah, so it's my turn. So I will see you in Richmond hopefully sooner rather than later. And uh, and like I said before, uh, we'll be back in a few short days. Until then, be good to your ears, but be better to your people. Talk to you soon. See ya.
<laughs> 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 Kenobi.